Hey, Spritzers. Welcome to The Spritz with Carl and Jamie, where we will give you a spritz of life and fun. Fashion, food, travel, whatever's on our minds. Let's get into it. Welcome to The Spritz with Jamie and Carl. I think it's Carl and Jamie, actually. You're much more fun than I am. I mean, well, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it how it pans out. Well, welcome to 2023. I know it's late in January, but how exciting that Carl and I are living one of our New Year's resolutions. Oh my God, this is crazy. Having the podcast on the air. Our first show. This is like absolutely amazing. Now, I want everyone to know this has been a year in the making, right, Carl? Year in the making. We are so excited to have you all joining in with us and our friendship, this amazing journey that has started since 2012. That's crazy. North meets South, 11 years of friendship. So this is just so exciting. And we have amazing (laughs) guests lined up for you all. We do. Amazing experiences. And this is all about sharing our friendship and sharing our friends with you. And things that we love. The whole purpose of Spritz is to give you a splash and a taste of all of the things that we love to do and some new things that we're going to explore on this fabulous, amazing journey. Well, speaking of tastes, Carl, we have decided that we're going to start each show with an amuse-bouche. Now, I know in French, it's normally a food bite, and pardon my Southern accent and my um, French from high school, so nobody (laughs) comment on my accent and pronunciation. But today is going to be a very basic amuse-bouche, and it is from the drink side. Mm -hmm. Carl, take So we're going to have some Prosecco. We're going to pop a bottle This is a celebratory moment. I mean, listen to this. Boom. Look at the bottles of pop. I mean, congratulations to Jamie and I on this podcast. It's just going to be epic and amazing. We're going to outbeat Bethany and and everybody else who has podcasts out there. Spotify, get ready. That's right. That's right. Cheers. Cheers, honey. Quick sip. And we'll be back in just a minute with our first segment. Welcome back to The Spritz with Carl and Jamie. We made it through the first little segment. I know. I didn't even mess up. I know. Well, maybe a little. I'm just kidding. Whatever. Um, So, Carl, (laughs) let's introduce everyone to the wonderful Carl Curry, who, let me just say this before you get in, is a light to everyone who knows him. Oh, stop. Everyone who meets Carl through me thanks me for introducing (laughs) them to Carl. I don't think that's ever happened when you introduce people to me, but there's still time. But anyway, Carl is a blessing to all who know him. And I'm just excited to share Carl with all of you. And if you're not listening for me, which is fine, you should listen to this for (laughs) Carl. First of all, if you don't know Carl, Carl Mm -hmm. is... A stylist extraordinaire, has been in the fashion industry since he was, what, 17, 18 years old? Around then, yeah. Starting at Sex and the City, right? Well, I actually started at The Gap when I was 16. Started out as a stock boy, but always had a love for fashion. I was actually scared to get that first job. My Aunt Hattie, who I love, who is actually the creative force and drive behind who I am. I mean, you're talking about artists, extraordinaire. She can sew any, she's just so amazing. She forced me to go in and apply. And I was really, 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 really scared. But you love that rugby shirt in the front window. I mean, come on. Like who who doesn't (laughs) love rugby? 
She forced me to go. I got the job. 16 years old. And here we are. I'm 38 now. And I'm still in fashion. So I had the amazing pleasure of working with Patricia Field, who's done Sex in the City. I've worked for Isabel Macron. A lot nice of people pronunciation. Say, mm-hmm, you know. We say Marant in the South. Mm-mm, it's <laughs> Macron. You got to spit it up. Ma- like Macron. Macron. I've worked with Isabel Marant. I've worked with Paul Smith. Wait, you just Smith. said it the way I said it. Macron. All right, whatever. Macron. Paul Smith, who is the top British designer in the world. I was top sales in the country. Marnie. And Marnie. Gucci. Who, Gucci. Christian Siriano, who is the most famous, most successful winner of Project Runway. And is my personal favorite. He's like your bestie now. <laughs> Well, he's the reason we met. So he's the shout reason out we to met. Christian. He's the reason we met. So shout out to Christian. So I had such an amazing journey. I'm a native New Yorker, born and raised here. Can't tell uh, the accent. I, I mean, come on. I don't say coffee. <laughs> I mean, forget about it. Stop. Native New Yorker. I love it. I will never see myself living anywhere. I may have a house somewhere else. But um, I've been here all my life. Love fashion, love art love people. So that's a little bit about me in a nutshell. Can you please tell me your life story, honey? It's not that exciting. It's it's exciting. Okay. So what about me? Well, I'm born and raised in the South. Don't know if you can tell from the accent. Mm -hmm. My mom is from the Midwest. So that's why my accent is not as pure as some other accents are. Went to undergrad at William & Mary. I'm a huge UNC fan, which is where I went to law school because I am a lawyer in my day job. Uh-oh. And then um, married to Brian, and he has several businesses, one of which we share, which is a wine distribution business. So much more fun than law. Right. <laughs> people want to talk about wine. People do not want to talk about getting sued. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I have two lovely, challenging children, Jackson, who is 15, Wynn, who is 13, going on 40, who is in there critiquing us right now. Hi, Wynn. <laughs> I'm totally embarrassing her when I told her we were going to be on TikTok. TikTok. She's like, Mom, you cannot be on TikTok. I think she might turn that challenging around to you. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I love fashion. So that's my whole thing. I've always liked to look different, not look like everyone in the room. And I happened to be in New York on a girls weekend Mm -hmm. and was shopping on Elizabeth Street and saw this amazing suit that I can still describe to you in the window. It was white, Uh had lattice work sleeves. I was like, oh, I have to go see that suit. Went in, and my friend said, we are in Christian Siriano. So I did not even know he had a store. Loved him from Project Runway. Yes. And who greets me but Carl? <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> and just stayed in touch, obviously, with you and Christian, which is why we are here today, and our friendship has transcended. You've been down. I brought you down to the South. She did. Go to some events. Oh, my God. We went to this. Hats in the Garden. Hats in the Garden at Stowe Botanical Garden. Right. Such a fabulous moment. It was fabulous. And I love having Carl with me. Everyone needs a Carl in their life because when I got a hair out of place, uh-huh. when there was a little wrinkle in my collar. Oh, honey, I will fix you up. 100%. He'd be like, <laughs> you need to touch up that lipstick uh-huh. and just get ready to go. So <laughs> anyway, we are here and this podcast is not just going to be all about me and Carl. As I said, we are going to introduce you to some great friends, but we did feel like we wanted you to know who we are. So I do have a couple of questions for Carl. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can I ask you a couple of quick questions? Go ahead. All right. 
one thing, Carl, as the most fashionable man I know, he, I am y'all, he can put anything from Zara to Alexander McQueen together and create his own look. Okay, Carl, what's the one fashion accessory you cannot live without? You know what? I'm going to say a necklace. Like, I'm known for a choker or a necklace. I think it's just people kind of look at you head on and and neck on from the neck up. And I just really feel like a necklace is just something that I need. Carl, I feel like you're a shoulders guy because every time you shop with me, which by the way, is an amazing experience. You're always telling me, show that neckline, show some shoulders. You got to show that neckline. I mean, I don't know why people want to cover up their neck. That's why you got a turtleneck. I have a question for you. All right. All right. What was your favorite purchase with me and why? And just to let you guys know, Jamie has not just shopped with me at Christian Siriano, but she's also shopped with me at Gucci, Isabel Marant, Marnie. And all the other places you take me, like the fabulous Blue Tree. Blue Tree, which is owned by my old boss, who I love so much. We're actually going to visit her today. Phoebe Cates, who was in Drop Dead Fred. Jamie has shopped with me everywhere. So what is your favorite purchase and why? So I will have to tell you my favorite purchase from a clothing item is got to be uh, the Christian Siriano dress. It's a nude color and it has different colors of applique flowers and it's a gown. Do you remember that dress? Oh my God. That dress is one of my favorite dresses that he has ever designed. Yes. Well, if you want to see a picture, I will post a picture of me in this dress on our Instagram page, The Spritz, and also on Facebook at The Spritz. But anyway, this dress, the reason it's my favorite is I wore it with my good friend Florence Kim invited me to the Charlotte Ballet fundraiser, which is the... The event in Charlotte, and I wore that, and I can tell you, I had men stopping me, asking me, who designed that dress? I felt like the (laughs) sea was parting, like Moses, and everybody was talking to me about that dress, and it was a Cinderella moment. And I can tell you, everybody needs to have a Cinderella moment. When you look at something, you're like, should I wear that? Is it a little too crazy for me? Uh I am telling you, it was magical. That dress is magical. I mean, if you're dull... If you don't know what to do, where to go, you throw that dress on, that dress will take you places. 100%. <laughs> um, you know what? I want to segue into another question. Okay. You being a gal, a Southern belle, ring-a-ding-ding-ding-ding <laughs> from the South, what are some of the differences that you notice about the South and the North? Okay. This is so funny that you asked this, Carl, Mm -hmm. because the other day, you know, I love to keep my finger on the pulse of what's happening in New York. And they were talking about in the New York Post, this hot new restaurant in New York. Mm -hmm. And you cannot get reservations, of course, for 18 months. It's actually in your home neck of the woods of Brooklyn. Okay. And so they interviewed this couple who said that they went at 4.45 and got a table at 5.15. I said, wow, 13 hours waiting for their table. Oh, no, honey. They were there for 30 minutes. In the South, we eat dinner at 5 o'clock. There's still specials going on. Oh, my God. It is a rare occasion when you're going to dinner at 9 o'clock at night. All our restaurants are closed by 10. I was like, I would go at 4.45, Totally different. Did they serve you applesauce? (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll get back to a few more questions about who Carl is. All right. 
We are back with Carl and Jamie. I think that's our names. The Spritz. The Spritz. That's right. Which you came up with that great name. So, Carl, I know that obviously The Spritz is your new favorite podcast. If you're not listening to The Spritz, what podcast do you most like to listen to? All right. So don't laugh. All right. She's already laughing. I love Joyce Myers. <laughs> I knew you were going to laugh. Of course. I need some Joyce. I need some Jesus in the morning to kick me in my heart to make sure that I treat people right and that I love everybody. And then I like Bethany Frankel's podcast. I mean, she's just so like quintessential New York housewife. Skinny girl. Skinny girl. Powerhouse. She's just hilarious to me. And I was such a big fan of New York Housewives that I just followed her every career path. And I I just love it. I'm not necessarily a podcast person, but those are the two that I actually love and that I need. I'd have to say for me, you know, I'm a true crime person. I have that dark side to me. My husband's <laughs> always like, do we have to watch Missing and Murdered, Bad Things Happening? Like, it's so fascinating, though. But oddly enough, the other one I listen to is Stuff You Missed in History Class, uh-huh. which is like these little anecdotal podcasts about things you should have heard about in history, but little nuances, very strange little things in history, or uh-huh. going deeper in somebody who was just like a footnote in your history book. So I feel like... um doing my continuing education that way. Well, I should probably listen to that because that's the one class I didn't go to, honey. (laughs) (laughs) When I tell you I hated history, I'm good at it, but I hated history. Well, if they had done fashion history and, you know, started with Coco, you would have been fine. I mean, I probably would have been an A student, which I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) So another question I have for you, my darling Jamie. What was your dream career path? I'm interested to know. I never asked you that question. I know you're not going to be shocked by this, but I loved acting in theater as a kid. And that's really what I wanted to do. And so I lived in rural North Carolina. Uh There's not a lot of places that you are going to make that leap, but it's really hard. And my mother made it very clear to me that they would support me where I was, but she was not running around the weekends. And so when I was an adult, I could go do whatever I wanted to do. So I feel like law really kind of channeled some of that. So Uh I'm a trial lawyer, a litigator, and I get to do that in the courtroom. Oh my God. So when you were about to answer that question, your whole facial expression, I was just paying attention. I thought you were going to say you wanted to work at like Hooters or something like that. <laughs> Does every girl in the South want to work at Hooters? Those fabulous orange shorts. What about you, Carl? If you weren't in fashion, where would you be? You know, I'm not going to even lie. As in New York, we say, I'm not going to front. I see myself in some velvet slippers with a cocktail ring, sitting on a yacht and doing nothing. <laughs> like, I promise you, just... A kept man? That was your ambition? A very well-kept man. I need to be kept. I really do. I mean, like, I like nice things. I love nice experiences. And working takes away from that. I agree. I'm in my season of yes, you know. (laughs) After I turned 50, I was like, you got to, like, jump in there, take advantage. I told my husband, you know, I love to travel, Uh that the only trips I ever regretted were the ones I didn't take. Yeah. So I hear what you're saying. Yeah, so definitely a well-kept man. But 
on the flip side, I kind of always knew that I would be working in fashion, not doing what I was doing, or I didn't really plan this path that I have taken and where I'm at, but I love it. I love what I do. The core of it is people. I love people and building relationships. And 10 years later, you can see it right here. There are a lot of hard personalities, though, in fashion, aren't there? Oh, my God. That's why I'm glad I work from home. I don't got to deal with nobody, honey. Okay? (laughs) Well, that's a blessing for sure that we can do that. But yeah, so one of the things we've talked about always and what makes our friendship work is the fact that we are two people that if you put us in a room, no one would put us together as right. buddies. And yet here we are. And I really have to say, Carl, one of my favorite things that you have shared with me is really demystifying fashion. Because in the Aww. South, you know, the state I live in, we don't even have a Chanel store. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? We have one inside Neiman Marcus, but no Chanel stores. And we do have some people who have some high-end fashion, a couple of boutiques, but it's not like Some that we will not name. That's right. But (laughs) among other things, the first time that I met you and I walked into Christian store, A, I didn't know he had a store. Uh The next time I reached out to you was a few months because we, even though we had an instant connection, we didn't stay in contact as much. We exchanged numbers and Christian had closed his store and was just doing a studio at that time. When I reached out and they were like, come to the studio. I was like, I can't afford to go to a studio. What kind yeah. of studio are they talking about? I have no idea because all I see are like celebrities and influence. Well, not back then it wasn't even influencers, but right, just right. celebrities. And I had no idea that the average person is welcome to go to the studios, have things. And let me just say right now before anyone's casting aspersions, like, oh, sure, the average person. And what I mean by that is the average person who's really into fashion. Right. And there is stuff that is affordable for everyone. I mean, you'll go to Nordstrom and spend $400 on a dress. Right. Why not go directly to the designer and spend 400 Now, you can spend a lot more. You can spend a lot more. But there are things that are in the same budget as buying off the rack. Yes, but what I will say is your personality and who you are, you being a beam of light, (laughs) I mean, you literally shined your way through that studio, honey, and into the world of Christian Seriano. Like, they love you. We love you. I love you. And I think that you being who you are, which is not an ordinary person, no offense to ordinary people, (laughs) definitely... You also got yourself in there. Well, I would say that I just really think Christian is so cutting edge. Yeah. If you put on a Christian Siriana dress, it is not like anything else or even a top or pants. There's something very, very special about it. And the nice thing about that is when you and I go to the runway shows and I'm watching it, Uh you know, I always pick the craziest thing. She wants the craziest thing. I mean, if it has feathers. Fur. Fur. Applique, latex. Sorry, Brian. It's more plastic. <laughs> it's a vinyl, not a, a vinyl. latex. That's not that tight. Okay, okay. You know, I live in Hell's Kitchen. All right, um, all right. <laughs> but you know, the other thing I like about Christians, let's be honest. I am, as I said, over 50 years old. Yeah. I do not look like I did when I was 22. I lie on my license that I'm five foot four. You're a lawyer. I know, I know. What are you doing lying? Well, the worst thing about it is it's on your license. If I have some accident and they give me anesthesia for somebody who's five foot four, I'm going to be like numb for hours, hours. (laughs) But anyway, I'll never forget one time I was in there and I said something about how I 
maybe put a little weight on. And he said, don't you ever apologize for what you look like. Right. He said, it's my job to make you beautiful. And I have to say, he has done that for many, many times. Thank you all for tuning in with us today. Hi. Um, And we are going to talk about (laughs) the kinds of things that you're going to see on our podcast. If we haven't scared you off the first time, obviously the first one is just to get to know who we are. But we are going to introduce you to Carl and Jamie's besties throughout the podcast. Oh, my God. We have so many amazing, fun, influential, awesome guests that are lined up. We have a bunch of influencers, chefs, mixologists, designers. I mean, you name it. We're literally going to spritz you guys with so many different things, topics, stories, current events, things that are going on in this world. But our first Carl and Jamie Bestie is the one and only Andrew. He is a casting director and booker for runway shows all around the world. So we're going to dive into what it takes to be a casting director and also into who Andrew is because he's become our friend over the past 12 years. We're going to open up Pandora's box and we're going to take you guys on a journey into this world where most people want to know about. That's right. Like everybody dreams about becoming a model. I mean, back when I was growing up in the 80s, you sent in your picture to Teen Magazine and hoped you got one of those modeling. Uh, <laughs> your picture would appear. They put 700 girls and you kept buying this edition so that you would see if you made it or you knew anybody who made it. I didn't actually know one person who made it. <laughs> I did not. I didn't even get printed in the magazine. But oh nonetheless, how do you get to be a model? He's going to come <laughs> and join us and tell us what he is saying, which is a segue into what is going to be our last segment every time, which is going to be the runway takeaway. And this will either be from our guests or from Carl, because Carl has so much knowledge to share. I mean. So, Carl, I want you to give our listeners the runway takeaway. It's January 2023. What's your one piece of advice? I'm going to start really sweet and simple. Get a mirror. (laughs) Use a mirror. And what do you mean by that? If you're questioning yourself and you see something that you might need to take off or add, do it. Trust your instinct. You need a visual. You need to see a mirror image of what you look like and what's going on and how you feel. And if there's something that you're questioning, answer that question and get rid of it. Well, let me ask you one more quick question about that. Talk to me. So sometimes I see myself in a mirror. Uh huh. And then I do a selfie. Now, I'm not good at selfies. I'm just going to say when you're five, four, it's, it just doesn't work that well. Mm-hmm. And it might look different on my selfie than I see in my mirror. Which one do I go with? What I'm seeing on the selfie or what I'm seeing on the mirror? Everybody pay attention. Get a mirror, not the selfie. <laughs> Use the mirror. Selfies have filters. Use the glass that is in front of you. It won't lie. Thank you for that. And thank you, everyone, for joining us for the first ever episode. Oh, my God. Carl and Amy, we're out of here for two more weeks. We'll see you back with the wonderful, delightful, unparalleled Andrew. Get a mirror. Thank you so much for joining us today for the Spritz with Carl and Jamie. A production of Hanger Studios. 
You can follow us on Instagram at The Spritz Pod, on Facebook at The Spritz, and you can find this amazing Spritzy Ritzy podcast on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you may find your podcast. Please subscribe and rate and review us. Thank you, guys. 